to Life in the Key of C. We are here with Mark and Mary for our episode four. I'm your host, Jen, and let's just hop in because we got a lot to talk about this week. So, Mark, this weekend we were at Thursday night, Riddles in the Sand. Yes, Riddles in the Sand. That was a lot of fun uh, playing with uh, Jerry Diaz and the Reef and seeing a lot of our friends uh, there. They had the stage also. And so correction from last week, we were at the pool. Yes, we were. That's right. Because <laughs> I had incorrectly said that we were going to be in the ballroom. Side in the ballroom. We were not. So, no, we were not. We were in a cooler place. Not, yeah. Well, it depends on the way you put Spen- it. Yeah, there. it depends on how you look at it. It was warmer. It was warmer. But it was, cool but it was to be. cooler. <laughs> yes. And then uh, that was a lot of fun. And then that was Thursday. So, Friday. We were down at the Gulf Range. Always a cool place to be. Crystal and it was Beach. A, yes, Robbie Kojak's birthday. And it was good to see all of our friends there as we got to celebrate with them. It was a lot of fun. I, I mean, set they, me they up had, a tailgate and watched from the back. Yeah. We had a big crowd. It was a huge crowd there. Yeah, I was range. really shocked. It was a lot of people, a lot of dancers. Mm-hmm. And, and the, they, it was like packed the whole night. Uh, all the way until we left. I mean, all the way until we were over was what I meant. But it was it was packed, and man, it was a great show. It really was. But the one I really want to talk about was yesterday. Because Eunice, Louisiana is in the middle of nowhere, as far as I know. And there's a beach. How? I, I don't understand that. But it was really cool. There's this RV park, and there's mm-hmm. this uh, stream-fed lake for people to swim in it was really cool walking around and seeing all the rvs that, the kids playing and that right. was a lot of fun and that was really neat place. actual legit beach in the middle of louisiana like a diamond in the rough there it's out in the middle of nowhere we missed it we missed, we missed one even with the gps telling me to turn it was like turn and i'm like there's not a street there and i kept going yeah we had to turn around and go back and it was like it was like finding your way through the woods you know it just is like going down a trail literally and you know, it's funny because because Jerry usually hates driving down roads where there's trees covered and everything. And, oh, and uh, those are my favorite. <laughs> and we, we spent most of our time getting to the gig driving through those kind of roads. Yeah, it was really deeply embedded into the woods. But when we got there, that had to be like one of the coolest places. An oasis in the middle of Louisiana, in between the swamp and then the northern part. And there are and pictures, so we'll see about getting those from Mary, uh, sharing those, because when they said beach in the middle of Louisiana, I was just like, mm-hmm, yeah, I don't know. It was legit, though. But there was a beach. It was legit. It was a great-looking beach. Nice, clean sand to play in. And uh, remember, they had this, in the middle of, uh, of the water, they had this big kind of trampoline yeah i was watching the kids that was really kind of funny because all of the kids and these are all people that are coming to vacation Mm -hmm. so probably most of those kids don't know each other they're all standing up on this trampoline thing and then they would count off and jump into the middle Mm -hmm. and whoever was the littlest would end up flying (laughs) in the water and i I watched that for a good bit because that was pretty funny that was hilarious it was fun to be the little kid on that because you just got thrown back into the water Well, it was really fun to watch them. And the kids all coming together from different parts on vacation and yeah. getting to play it up. Now for the exciting part, because ever since I decided I wanted to do a podcast and I even contemplated doing any type of interviews, I was like, I'm not doing any interviews until I get to interview this person. The amazing, beautiful, super awesome Mary Diaz. 
I am so thrilled that you agreed. You made my day. It's nice to be here with you guys. Yeah, I'm excited to be interviewed. I'm not real comfortable with being interviewed, but I think I'll be all right. I I think you will. I definitely want our listeners to get to know you in a different way because, you know, we see you at gigs and you are working hard. You're keeping things organized, taking care of merch, taking care of Jerry, and you're still out getting to know people. And I watch you as you interact with the fans and it's just it's inspiring because I'm not good at that (laughs) I would say they're over all these years they're not fans they're friends they are fans and friends and then they go to family they've got a whole lot of yes uh, some of these people I've known for 30 years so it's a a long long time it's a long time and it's always in a good atmosphere there's not ever any really stress it's it's fun and it's a good time and I love dancing and I love listening to music I love watching you dance I'm not a dancer but I I can enjoy watching everybody else dance yeah I enjoy being at every event I'm at sometimes it's not easy getting there yes but once I'm there I'm ready to party and And you make the best of it it's make the best of it that's it so how long have you and Jerry been married September 11th 1982 is when we got married, so this coming September 11th, we will be married 41 years. Wow. We lived y'all aren't even old enough to be married 41 years. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Y'all had to have been babies. We're not talking about how old I am. <laughs> I am a year babies. older than him, though. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a year older than Mark. Yeah, so that's the way it works. That's it's good. <laughs> um, now, I know that Jerry's been in the music business for a long time. He's had several bands, but when y'all first got married, was it as active as it is now or did that kind of come along after y'all got married or after we got married well he was in a band in high school and they performed regularly but um when I met him he was in college and he was no longer in a band it was several years later uh 1991 we formed our Parrothead club and he started playing in all the happy hours. Just and him. where was that at? It was in Beaumont, Beaumont. and uh, the Handlebar was the bar we always had our happy okay. hours at. You know, it was a pretty good group. We had a lot of people involved right off the bat, and we had a good probably forty people at the very first meeting. And anyway, that was in '91, and then in '92, you know, he started meeting in the mines. He And that was in New Orleans. In New Orleans. In New Orleans Orleans for the first five years. Scott Nickerson had formed the very first Parrothead Club, and we had, Jerry had had formed the second Parrothead Club. It went on for that whole year from 91 to 92 without another club forming. But Jerry called Scott and said, hey, we always have our family vacation December and uh, New Orleans, we take the kids and all our friends go and with their kids and you think your club might want to meet us there because it's kind of a halfway point. Let's meet because there's only two clubs. And then oh, he I did not realize that. Yeah. And so then he put it in the newspapers, Houston Post, Dallas newspapers. That, that's all they had. Back that's then. all they had. There was no internet. <laughs> so then he put it in the Coconut Telegraph and it got out there. And by the time we got there, there were already three other clubs formed. The New Orleans Club, the Dallas Club, and I think the Metro Club, which is New York. Oh, wow. Connecticut. 
All the way all up that, there. All, well, yeah, and we had 80 people at the first meeting of the mines. But that's where Heritage came in. And then in 93, January of 93, he formed Key West the Band. You know, this is some interesting stuff because I didn't even know all of this stuff. So yeah. I'm glad So the first kidding. meeting of the mines, it was just him yeah. playing guitar and Scott Nickerson playing harmonica. That's all the entertainment we had. Besides, oh wow, as everyone knows, the Tropical Isle's been part of Meeting of the Minds since day one. Day one, yeah. And they, uh, the band there was called Late as Usual, and the Cajun Jimmy Buffett, Al Miller, was their lead singer. That's what they called him, the Cajun Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> because, you know, I was telling Mark that, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to interview with you was because if it hadn't been for you and Jerry none of this stuff would be happening but to really understand that none of this stuff would be happening y'all really spearheaded and entrepreneur ideas here this is pretty amazing it was not like that really it just kind of happened it, it just, just kind of happened we started our parenthood club because jerry worked for anheuser-busch and he was on the board when they formed the Texas Beach Cleanups, or but that was nationwide. They formed it Beach Cleanups Nationwide. And he was on the Texas board. When they, we would go, all of our friends, we were just beach people because our beach is Crystal Beach, and we went there to clean it. They would ask us who, what organization we were with. We didn't have an organization. Buffett was such a philanthropic and environmentalist that we thought that that would be a good fit for us. And so that's why we wanted to have a Parrothead Club, and when we called the Coconut Telegraph, because that was the only way we knew to contact someone, they told us that there was one other club that had formed a year or so before, the Atlanta Parrothead Club, and Scott Nickerson was the founder, and and that's how we all got started. That's how the second one got started. I mean, it was two years in between him starting one and then us, but then it quickly grew. And And then from there, I mean, you were, by then you had a couple of kids. Oh, yeah. They, they've been to every meeting of the minds. They, you know, they were there at the very first ones in New Orleans and they went every time we'd gone. They were little. They were, well, yeah, 90, 92. I don't know. Danielle was, uh, she was 14. She was 14. So Casey was uh, 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. So they were young. They were young. They stayed in the room. We brought babysitters and they stayed in the hotel at night and we'd go out. And during the day we would. They would hang with us during the day. I, I like how it started from, this is where we have a family vacation. Yeah. And right. they're always mad about that. Uh, oh, I, I, can, I can see that. But from an outsider, you're looking at that and then, and it's become a big family. <laughs> yes. Yes. So now you have to kind of change your small family vacation to somewhere else, I guess. Well, we did, time. we did that. We moved it to New Braunfels. We used to go, and then oh, we, yeah. after that, after we started doing Meeting of the Minds, we started going to New Braunfels, and then all the parents already come in there with me. Was there. Like, oh, did y'all yeah. hear? All there the is in New Braunfels. We're going to no, go they, there. No, we invited them, but... <laughs> So that kind of answers the next question because and I know y'all started uh, meeting in the mines and then it then y'all did party girl and then there's Gulf Coast days but what else have you got that I'm not aware of? So. Well, on a beach in Mexico, of oh, course. Oh yes, we've done that was four years of. That's really beach. y'all got pushed out kind of like the kids got pushed out of their <laughs> vacation. We started on a beach in Mexico as a gift to the band, but you know what? That has been. 
probably the highlight of my year, even though it didn't get to happen this year. That's all right. That was the highlight of our year because it was a chance to be a little bit more laid back and relax and get to hang with y'all. And a smaller group of yes. fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much fans, more intimate evenings. Right. Yeah. And, of, and I enjoy it too. We enjoy it. It's less work. And then, of course, the Windstar Cruises every March. Oh, yes. To the BVIs. I have yet to go to that. I've, I've, it's a bucket list. We'll get there one day. You will. And then there's the summer party gras. Is that the same thing as petite party gras? Yeah, we we just, we changed the name because Fred Wonder, he could never call it petite party gras. He kept calling it summer party gras. So we just said, okay, Fred, it's it's summer summer, party gras. Okay. (laughs) I could see that because Fred, did he, did he want to change it? Because he said, I just can't say that. No, he didn't. He didn't ask us to change it. We changed it because he just kept calling it summer party girl. So we thought, well, he's gonna confuse people. So let's just choose one, and we let him choose it. Right, so, yeah, but that's all fun. Party girl is kind of fun. Some, and that's summer, coming up soon. Right? And summer party girl is nothing like party girl. I need to make that clear. And they're not the same at all. Uh, summer party girl is really kind of for us, kind of like on a beach in Mexico. Mexico. It's kind of for us. We'll talk about those differences there. The difference are we spend more time on New Orleans music, not Trump Rock. Because we have a real love of New Orleans, the city. It's always been for us a huge part of our life. And the music, the jazz, the all the music that comes from the city of New Orleans, we love it. And so summer party girl we go to frenchman street we hang out in the locals bars and oh, and he, yes. and listen to the local music and we love that this year we're rented a bus we're going to rock and bowl which is a pretty famous place it's a bowling alley that has live music in it and uh and that's has, an interesting combination pretty big name bands in it like tad benoit he's a famous swamp pop musician he plays there a lot of big name acts play at rock and bowl and so we're real excited to do that this year it's the first time we've taken our and group when does that there. take place do we know i don't remember the dates uh september september mid-september it's definitely after 22nd yeah okay towards the end of september. and it's just it's a short weekend it's only friday saturday friday okay. saturday yeah well i'm looking forward to that and you're about to take another trip <laughs> yes tuesday We'll be leaving for Scotland, Ireland. I'm excited. It's a no music trip. I, you know, I, I'm a little jealous, but that's another bucket list item. We'll get there too. But I'm excited for y'all. Y'all do need a vacation just to relax. And he's not even bringing a guitar. Well, I got a question here. Uh-huh. How in the world did you get Jerry to agree to go to Ireland of all places? I said, Jerry, we've been to uh, the BVI for. A few years. A few years, <laughs> quite a few years. And I won't go again until you take me on a trip I want to go on. <laughs> See, this is inside information that I need because I might need some leverage like that with this guy over here, Mark. Uh, I, I gotta yeah. know how to leverage that. Yeah. So, sometimes we have to use what leverage we need. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, we, we do everything. Music, uh, you know. Music uh, based around music. I know people will ask me, you know, where have you been to this place? And it's like, well, have we had a gig there? Exactly. You know, if not, then no, we haven't been there. Right. It's, it's, yeah, we don't go places we don't have gigs. This is, as far as I can remember, about the first time this has ever happened. And I believe so, it's the first time. I, that makes me so excited for you. Yeah. I'm now, excited and I'm happy. And you know what? This is 
this was my number one bucket list trip and if I don't ever have another one I'll, I'll be probably satisfied with that because it is my number one you know so I think I'll probably be satisfied with that because I don't it's not that I don't enjoy all the other trips because I do I love them but it's but a lot of work there's work involved yeah but not more work, work not work I don't think more work than fun yeah I never think more work than fun that's a good outlook for sure now if you had another place that you would want to visit yes where would that be that would be Aruba. I really want to go to Aruba. Uh, some Aruba happening. I think we're going to be on a beach in Aruba. In Aruba. <laughs> it's that's, uh, next twenty twenty four. Yeah, I cannot wait. I'm, I need my on a beach somewhere. Yeah, and we're going to make it Aruba this time. How's that? I am looking forward to it. I know my daughter is already planning on coming along. So I'm sure there's a lot of yes. my family going to be going too. You know, it may be a much bigger trip than we're normal having. So, but I, I'll be happy to go to Aruba. Now, um, outside of the Trap Rock world, because we would never go there with this, who is your favorite musician? If a singer is a musician. Or I'll, band or artist. Artist. Yes. I would say Barbara Streisand has to be top of my list, but my music likes are so diverse. I want to have Bob Seger playing my funeral, okay? <laughs> I want to turn the page as my... <laughs> The guy from Seguin? <laughs> no, no, not the guy from Seguin. But probably, uh, I mean, it's likely Bob Seger will be gone by the time I have my funeral, but it's possible not. But anyway, I do, love, I, I do love Bob Seger. And there's a lot of things I love, and so I would have to say, though, Barbara Streisand is my biggest artist. My mom and my grandmother used to love Barbara. That brings back some memories. Was that movie Yentl? Uh-huh. I thought about that a long time. I, I could name a hundred, not a hundred, <laughs> at least five Barbara Streisand movies that I love, love on a clear day. That's oh. one of my favorites. I'll have to watch that. I will it's take that under fabulous. So how do you balance all of this in your schedule? I don't do a very good job of it most of the time. I'm always stressed out to leave. Once I get in the car, I usually will calm down, but I'm very stressed to leave the house because there's always something not done it's should be easier now without the kids i mean i did it for so many years with the kids they always went with us like like Brent you know, with they, get, they help a lot too i i thought that was for us as well that not having the kids would make it easier but you know they kind of help out with grabbing things and i guess that's probably true that's probably true you know they they love to go and so they and you know it wasn't hard to get them to go until they were teenagers though like, yeah then that like life for them changes 14 to 18 oh it was terrible but now obviously they like it again yes. <laughs> come back to being cool yes you said that you're there's a lot of stress but i think it's you have this very rare gift and unique talent of not showing the stress when you're at the event and or wherever it is you're at because i never I never get that vibe from you. It's like whereas I definitely show that I'm stressed. There you are times. Are, there are times no. I do, but uh, generally, I you know once I leave home, then then I put those things aside. I and I always try to make the best out of everything all the time. That's just kind of think 
who I am. You know, I, Very I try positive to, outlook. Yeah, I, I want to be positive about things. So I think that's what it is. I thank you for that. Letting me know that I don't show stress that much. But well, I mean, you, you really don't. I mean, I've been working with you guys a better part of 20 years now and been to a lot of events with y'all. And at the events, I don't see the stress. When I, when, it, when I ride with you, I, I do. Okay, I see it there because I, what, what you just said. But when you're at the event, it's like it all just washes away. Yeah. It's not there. And that's, that is a rare gift because I have a problem dealing with that. Because sometimes if I'm stressed out and I get to the thing, then I kind of still kind of show it. And I don't like that. And, yeah. and I wish I had that ability that you have is that when you get there, it's just flip the switch. Hey, here we go. Well, I hope that I can do that because I don't I don't want our fans and friends to, to feel that kind of stress for me. But uh, sometimes they do. But most of them are good enough friends that it is okay. They understand. Right. They understand. Party Gras sometimes now. I, there's t- been times at Party Gras, I mean... Some people could tell you that they've seen me <laughs> stress. It's such a big event to plan, and there's so many, you know, you've got different people on different stages. You've got different places where people need to be. There's just so many intricate parts to it. It just baffles me. I couldn't imagine. So. It's uh, And it's not so bad anymore. It used to where, I don't know if y'all remember back years ago, we used to do the live auctions and the silent auctions and all that. And we moved place to place all the time. So we had to take all that stuff, all the auction items. We had to load that up and move it. Mm -hmm. We had no secure location to put it. It was very complicated. That's when we ended up giving that up, that part of it. We only do one live auction during the whole event. We raised our rate back then by $10. So $10 from every goes up. I mean, that's, that's and, we're, and, we're, and we're not person. a fundraising event. Right. You know, we are not a parrot head event. And we're not, we have always done fundraising, but it's only to support our charities and everything they get, they're happy with. I don't feel like we need to focus on that. We're focused on the music. It's about entertaining our fans. That and I think that's what makes this whole community different. I mean, yes, anywhere you go where you have like-minded people, you're going to have some sort of community. But I think what sets this apart is the charitable parts of it. Yes. That it is such an important piece of the whole puzzle. It's not just the music. It's not just the bands. It's not just the fans. It's also this charitable part of it kind of all puts Uh together. Right. Yeah. So we just try to make that less. That helped me with a lot of my stress. Because back in the day then, whoo. Sometimes I was having a hard time. You know, it was hard. It could be overwhelming. Yeah. So. Well, we cannot close this without bringing up one particular item. That CD cover. Oh. <laughs> you know the CD cover. I do know the CD cover. I'm thinking about rum drinks and sandy beaches. Well, it was the idea of Jerry's song, Rum Drinks and Sandy Beaches. The album cover is representative of the song. I'm supposed to be frustrated with him somewhat. I'm supposed to be sassy and telling him off like. And I'm sure that was a hard emotion to. No. (laughs) Not really. Yeah, no. Yeah. So anyway, that's what the cover was about the song. And uh, it was fun portraying it. You know, it was fun. And you know what? You were absolutely gorgeous. Well, thank I you. I love. Uh, fortunately, I had been working out 
quite a lot then. And I wish it was now because I'm much better shaped now than I was then. But the cover up did wonders. <laughs> I asked him, you know, I, hey, I'm 60 years old. Why do you wait till I'm 60 years old to ask me to be on the album cover? You've had all these other albums and you never asked. I said, I'm 60. I haven't heard any negative reviews. None. No. Not None. one. But it was, it's the cover up. But, you it's know, it was. It was a good time. It was It was fun. We enjoyed it. We did it during Riddles. We just went down to the beach, walked Got over some. from the beach and took some pictures. John Boy took the pictures and yeah. and I mean we prepared for it. We brought the chairs. We we brought the glasses. It was perfect. It, it, was it really was. There's a lot of emotion that it's, you can see through that and it's yeah. just it's really well done. It was like, okay, I'm pissed off at you right now, <laughs> but on the back cover, we're fine. Yeah, by the end of the song, we're good. <laughs> that's right. By the end of the song, we're good. It's, and that's the way our life is because we are very passionate, passionate couple. That's it for sure. Everything I think we do shows that though, that we are passionate. We're passionate about our events. We're passionate about the music, the whole thing. You're one of only two other couples that kind of understands this part for me and Mark. We spend a lot of time together. Uh-huh. And you and Jerry get to spend a lot of time together. And I know I get, I don't know how many times I've heard, I just couldn't imagine spending all day with my husband. And I, I don't understand that because we, we work together, you and Jerry work together. We spend a lot of time with our spouses. Right. So yeah, there's going to be some colorful conversations throughout our day. We do, we banter all day long, all the time. And you know, what we hear on the podcast, that's us all day long. When you're not with us and he hears us bantering, he immediately, he says, oh my God, I miss Jen. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> every, like time, every time when we're bantering, he says, I miss so Jen. Much, yeah. I need my banter partner. <laughs> well, uh, as we close, I do want to say thank you for opening your home to us today and taking oh. the time to let me talk to you. This has been the highlight for my podcast Highlight for my year, actually. I've really I've enjoyed it. It was a lot easier once we got started. Yeah, than <laughs> so, I thought it would be. Jennifer yeah, you're was so pro. nervous about <laughs> about this. I really was. I wasn't going to tell you until after I was done uh, that I, because you're the first person that I've actually done this in front of. Yes, it's just been marking the cats, right? So <laughs> I was nervous, but I wanted to save that till after I was done. Well, you know, uh, we both made it through. We did. <laughs> All right. Well, for next weekend, uh, we actually don't have any gigs, but we do have something on the schedule. And we will talk uh, about that next week when we come back together for episode five. So until then, we will see you next week. All right. All right. Bye. See ya.